0: Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more, and leave us some feedback. Away we go.
1: Initialize
2: sequence.
0: Welcome to the Baldcast,
1: a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth.
0: I was at Research Stadium last Saturday night. It was wet. It was a dark and stormy night. It's a great football game. I would like to see that game played again. I'm sure our next guest would like to see it played again. He's probably watched film of it. Jonathan Smith, Oregon State football coach, is joining us now. Um, I got to ask you. So I, I left the stadium pretty late, and I kind of wondered how late do you leave the stadium after a game like Saturday night? Yeah,
2: it took me a while. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, you got some odds and ends to do. Obviously, talk to your team, get around some new players. To... Uh, the press conference, right, and then for me to be able to just kind of digest that one took me took me a while. I get I, our players appreciate the effort. Um, you know that game, the strategy, the style of game we wanted to play. We did that in regards to you know time of possession, tried to limit yeah. the opportunities for that offense. Um, had opportunities twice. We got the ball twice in the fourth quarter with a chance to take the lead, uh, and then. You know, we just we didn't get it done. At the same time, I we'll give UW some credit. It's a good football team, man. They know how to win. Uh, there's no panic in the, that group. We, you know, gave it a shot, and they were able to answer each time.
0: If I had told you that your defense would give up 20 points, I got to think you would have felt pretty good about winning that game.
2: Yeah, I mean, they did. They played really well, and even out of that 20, you know, we gave them great field position uh, twice. And one time the defense holds about to get no points, and then, yeah, one time you practically gave them the ball in the red zone, they punched that in. So it was a performance on that side that gave us a great chance. Um, And then, you know, we just got to be able to score. We had some effective things going in the run game early, um, but didn't finish the deal.
0: Damian Martinez was cooking. Man, I, I just love the way he was running. Your offensive line was doing a number. That first possession of the second half, you guys, you know, you were Oregon State in that moment. What What's happening when we're seeing that?
2: Well, yeah, it's a group effort. Damien, yeah, making it physical, yeah, patient, vision, finishing runs, getting to the next level, and it starts up front with those guys creating some space for him to go. Um, yeah, I, I, I think our offense does get some confidence going when it. Run games going and action passing. the first half was a struggle. It was worse than I thought it was going to be rain-wise. I mean, it started coming down. I actually, I'll give both quarterbacks some credit. I actually think they threw it okay in that environment. It was just even tough to catch it. It was tough to hold on to it. Um, And that's how it, you know, the second half weather-wise was fine. You know, it got light and then there was really no rain. Um, And there's not enough points getting scored in the second half.
0: I kind of wondered at the beginning of the game if you were going to take the ball when you won the toss because I thought it's only going to get wetter. But it ended up being the right call because you, you held the ball for the entire second half. I don't think they had the ball for more than, it felt like, two minutes you know, in the second half. Yeah. And it, So it ended up being the right call. But did you give any thought to that? Like, hey, it's going to be wet. You know, What time will it start raining? Do we want to give Penix the first drive or the first drive of the second half? What went into that?
2: Yeah, you think about it. I, I... Me, I always lean, especially at home, you know, a crowd, the energy to start the game uh, of, you know, deferring, kicking off. Hopefully you're, you're counting on that. you got to go a long field, which they ended up doing because they're that good. Uh, but that was the logic of wanting to defer, and we've done that majority of the season. Um, not that we're shy. I mean, we started a couple games with the ball and, and ended up scoring. I, I go back to always liking starting with the ball in the second half. After you digest the first half, make some adjustments, and then you you get the first possession.
0: Jonathan Smith is with us. Um, you know, there's been some talk this week. Uh, obviously, Oregon's trying to create an opening play. You guys moving forward, I know that's a decision that that happens. You know, in the administrative side of things with you guys, but Scott Barnes comes to you and says, "Hey, Jonathan, you know, do you want to play Oregon in a non-conference game? Do you want to play Power Five games at home? What do you say to that?"
2: Yeah, you want to play Power 5 games at home. Uh, there's a lot of logistics that go into it. You want to play a competitive schedule, um, those type of things. And and so there's a lot for those, you know, Scott and, and whoever else on the other side to sort out uh, changing schedules, in particular to Oregon. But in, just in general, I think, uh, yeah, we want to play Power 5 games and get them at home the next few years.
0: This um, this game coming up Friday is, is big. Uh, I'm sure they look. Lights out on film, but what do you see them doing offensively? And uh, you know, uh, I got to know if is it Bo Nix, is it Bucky Irving? Wh- what starts? What do we start with on their offense?
2: Yeah, it, you know, it's, it's tough to say exactly who to start with because they do. They got multiple guys that are making big time impacts. I mean, the quarterback, just the command he plays with, uh, understanding what they're trying to do, get them in and out of plays, the tempo part, accurate doesn't make bad choices with the ball but they do got a potent run game and so you complement that balance of pass to run bucky irving's a big time player and they got more guys than just one carrying the ball troy franklin on the outside along with others i mean they they just got a lot it's a lot to defend similar i will say the offense we just played i I was saying something similar about u-dub um, I think Oregon's run game probably a little bit more consistent and been there the longer throughout the season but outside of that you know this is a really good offense.
0: the uh, civil war memories that you have as a player um, what do you remember what comes to mind
2: Oh you know, yeah as a player I mean 98 go to double overtime and find a way to win it uh, at, at the time it's called Parker Stadium that was um, that was special uh, at home junior year 2000 I think both teams are in like the top. I don't know five, type of eight, uh, opportunity to win the conference title and, and find a way to get that done. Definitely got memories down in Austin Stadium, though. Never able to win there as a player, uh, both times. Um, and so it's a tough place to play.
0: Can you can you take anything from last year's game and apply it to this game? And you know, meaning, do you look back at film from last year, or do you have to strictly focus on who they are now? New coordinator, some different personnel.
2: Yeah, you look at it all. I mean, last year there's differences. Like you said, the offensive coordinator is different. Um, I think you learn from last year you got to play fourth, four quarters. Uh, you, yeah. you definitely learn you need to be able to start the second half better. I mean, you dug ourselves a big-time hole, um, but they kept on battling and found a way at the end. And so we, we do. We want to play a complete game, first quarter to fourth quarter, but you do win the thing in the fourth.
0: Uh, you guys health-wise, how would you come out of the Washington game?
2: Yeah, uh, bumps and bruises here and there. I mean, it was good to see uh, Levengood out there. He was able to play and, and sustain the whole time. Got banged up in the secondary a little bit. Jaden Robinson, um, we'll see where he ends up this week. Kind of 50-50 on that. Uh, that's another thing about that game. I mean, we we got two true freshman corners that played yeah. pretty much the entire second half. Um, and they held up great. Akili Arnold uh, got banged. We'll kind of see here in the next couple of days on his availability. Um, and, again, I'm not – Making any, any type of "woe is me" type thing. Everybody's dealing with stuff going into game twelve, but that's just kind of where we're at.
0: If I'm Oregon, I'm looking back at you know some of the stuff Michael Penix Jr. and uh, you know number one out there were doing, and I'm going, okay, you've got Troy Franklin, Bo Nix, uh, you know Tess Johnson, you know should be uh, should put a lot of pressure on your corners. Does does that experience against Penix in Washington give those guys? valuable reps that they can now use a week later? I mean, can there be an acceleration when you get in a game like that?
2: Yeah, hopefully. It builds some confidence that, you know, they can go to -to toe-to-toe, best passing offense in the country. Um, And, again, you're just following it up six days later with another potent offense just as good. And, And so, yeah, what we put out on tape, we've got to be able to adjust. How are they going to attack us? But for our players, I think there should be on the defensive side some confidence that we can play at a really high level against a really good good offense.
0: I was talking about movies earlier and how basketball coaches don't necessarily like their assistant coaches to be good golfers because it means they you know they're playing golf instead of recruiting. But um, you you're, are you a movie guy? Do you have do you have a go to? Do you have a top few movies you like?
2: Yeah, I got a, a, a top few. I don't watch a bunch of movies, but um, I like Spy Game. Uh, mm-hmm. Argo, Lincoln is okay. a favorite of mine. Godfather is a favorite of mine. Okay. Off the top well, of my head.
0: I'm making a list here of movies I need to watch, Jonathan Smith's movie list. Um, there's there's a bunch of uh, reports about, you know, Jonathan Smith interviewing here, or this job interviewing with you, or who's interested in hiring Jonathan Smith away. What do you say to Oregon State fans who are nervous about losing you?
2: Yeah, I think they can be confident, completely focused on the task at hand, uh, confident that we're, you know, battling it week in and week out and that it has not changed. There has not been some distraction on that. I think it's known what this place is, means and, and what I've done and been around here, and I think that speaks for itself.
0: Does, does that mean that you have not had contact with those schools or your agent hasn't or, you know, people were worried. They keep asking me, is he leaving, is he yeah. leaving? And I said, it's not his style.
2: Yeah. Well, and I'm not trying to be sarcastic here. It's like, yeah. I've got an agent that's got a job. He best be finding out what, what is out there and, and people calling him, right? I mean, that's how that works. I can tell you from his, his side, he best be working just because I'm paying him so much, right? They get a percentage of <laughs> I'm making him a couple million bucks. Right? <laughs> I mean, right. so I'm not trying to be sarcastic. So, right. and I think, any coach, they're aware of what's potentially out there through if, they're, if their agent's doing their job. And, again, I'm not trying to dodge the question or anything, but I'm also trying to be truthful here yeah. of how this thing works.
0: Yeah, well, I would expect you've had success. And, you know, people are going to poke around and want to talk to your agent about what's going on. And then I'm also trying to think, like, the uncertainty, how does that weigh on your decision, you know, how loyal you stay or do you stay at Oregon State? You know, and obviously there's a game going to be played this weekend, but, you know, how... How committed are you to the future at Oregon State right now?
2: Yeah, the uncertainty part, I will say, I grow more and more confident. Every time I talk to Scott in regards to like, hey, this is how the plan we're going to operate to continue to fund at the Power 5 level, uh, the scheduling, trying to create a schedule that works in regards to being competitive, um, and that's not an easy task. You know the, the situation us in Washington State are in, but my confidence grows. Listen to Scott more and more on the plan to fund it at the same level and how we're going to get that done same thing on the president's side talking about again a a commitment to expand on what they'll support athletically i mean so my confidence grows on that end all
0: right uh you know i don't mean putting you on the spot but i you know people are asking me i've got a job to do and i just want to make sure that i ask you the question and so you know at this point what do you need to hear from oregon state to say you know i'm on board Have they put a contract in front of you do you have an extension on, on your desk you know where does that stand
2: right you know there's been uh, conversations i mean some of the for me individually on my contract because we've won the amount of games we have i've already got an automatic extension and so i'm sitting on another six years and so that yeah. part is not as critical the, the big piece is just not about me right i think i got we got a big time staff here and they're Right. Just not about me or the insecurity or uncertainty. Well, we've got a staff here the same way, players, same way. We want to continue to fund it, support it. So we operate like a power five level.
0: All right. Uh, this weekend, you're going to have a big game and then the, the focus will then turn to your players. Um, how soon after Friday's game will you start meeting with guys and talking about the future?
1: Yeah,
2: we'll get to it pretty quickly. I mean, we're headed into the weekend, but next week is dead in regards to recruiting. So the coaches can't travel, we'll get opportunity to get with those guys face to face, digest the season. Uh, hopefully, continue to get more and more information on what the you know schedule looks like next year. Remind them on the Power Five funding and what the approach is, and the, what's not changing around here in Corvallis. So all that'll take place next week.
0: All right, um, you know this team this season it's you know you i was looking back at the losses it's three losses by eight points there's no moral victories but this is a team that has competed and you know after all the guys you lost what does that say about this group and and you know how are you feeling about this team this journey this season
2: right you know we we definitely when the thing wraps up we look we'll take a deep dive looking back at it. I do I like this team in regards to how they compete. I think guys have grown. I've seen an improvement from week one now to whatever we're in week 12. All of that Tough tight losses are tough and th- these games are going to be tight. I do think this current schedule this year, the conference itself has been you know a step up. Just to how many good teams there are in this league. Um, and we're running into back-to-back really good ones. So um, I like this team and yeah, we would have loved to come up on the right side, a couple more times, but we got one more opportunity. All
0: right, I, uh, I, it's a lot of fun to cover you guys. You play hard, you know. I've, I've seen these teams that you're that you're getting beat by, or you know, obviously sniffing around a college football playoff ranking. You guys are there, um, and that's got to feel really good to you and affirming to you. But you have a big one on Friday. Good luck to you, coach, on Friday.
2: I appreciate it, John.
0: All right, take care. There he is, Jonathan Smith. Oregon State football coach, Um, you know, you heard it there. I, I, I really want to know your reaction to what you just heard. And Smith, as I ask him about the future, his agent, I love that he's candid in saying he's got an agent who has a job to do. Jimmy Sexton is his agent. Like, a lot of coaches, I think, are going to sit back and go, oh, no, no, I haven't. You know, my agent better be talking to people. My ed- my agent better be doing things. I'm out there. He's making money on me. You know, so I like that Jonathan Smith is being earnest about it. I also think some people are going to freak out when they hear that audio. I think they're going to freak out because I think they're going to believe and think and hear um, all sorts of things from Jonathan Smith. I I think it'll be really interesting to see if anyone comes after him, if jobs are offered. I think it'll be um, totally fascinating to kind of watch how that unfolds. Um, uh, I think uh, also, Stephen, you know, and I got to know what you thought of that. Anna, you were sitting here kind of eavesdropping on that conversation in the studio as well. As you heard Jonathan Smith talk about that, you know, what did you make of his comments?
2: Well, man, I uh, it really sounded like a guy that may be looking uh, elsewhere, and, and it, you know I hope not because I want him to stay at Oregon State. I, I've, you know, I'm pulling audio as it is right now. Yeah, this was this was him talking about it, and you asked him, you know, how confident fans should be. He deflected and said, "You should be confident because at the at the task at hand." Here, here's that sound. Yeah, I think they can be confident, completely focused on the task at hand, uh, confident that we're, you know, battling it week in and week out and that it has not changed. There has not been some distraction on that. I think it's known what this place is means and, and what I've done and been around here, and I think that speaks for itself. Like I, I, That sounds like a guy who says, you know what, I love Oregon State, but right now the task at hand is Oregon and then the task at hand is me kind of, you know,
0: Figuring exploring out what else is out yeah, there. What's next? Yeah, so yeah.
2: Um, that was my takeaway from it. I, you know, I, I, I looked at Judah. I said that that doesn't make me confident that I'm an Oregon State fan.
1: Yeah, and like in his defense, like if you're Jonathan Smith, okay, and I, I don't know why Damian Lillard comes to mind because it's like people adore Damian Lillard because it was as if he said he was you know Portland Trailblazer for life until he wasn't. If you're Jonathan Smith, any reasonable person in his position yeah. that has done what he has done at Oregon State is willing to have some conversations. Like I don't know yeah. what his long-term goal is. You know, does he want to coach in the NFL? Does he want to go to a, a you know different caliber university head coaching position? I don't know what that looks like for him. Yeah, what his dream. Well, is. I think
0: but. he's look on one hand. I'm going to applaud the fact that he was candid.
1: Yeah, and I appreciate
0: He's very it. honest. And that I respect that. It, I also think he's being honest when he says, I've got an agent. That's his job. I also think he is focused on this Oregon game. Yeah, yeah. It would make me nervous if I'm Oregon State. But I've got to think that Scott Barnes, as he is talking with Jonathan Smith on a daily basis, is well aware of everything that we just heard and then some. And so I think if you're Oregon State, you you know, this isn't about... Now, Jonathan made a comment too late in that interview uh, when I said, you know, what is it about or what could keep you at Oregon State? And he started talking about it being bigger than himself. I do think he is the kind of coach who looks at his staff and says, okay, these guys all need to be taken care of if I'm going to stay here. And he got his extension. He points out that he gets the automatic extension for winning... Um, all those games, yeah. Um, you know, so I think um, I think it's really interesting. Here's the comment he made about his agent. Does, does that mean that you have not had contact with those schools, or your agent hasn't, or you know, people were worried? They keep asking me, "Is he leaving? Is he leaving?" Yeah. And I said, "It's not his style."
2: Yeah. Well, and I'm not trying to be sarcastic here. It's like, yeah. I've got an agent that's got a job. He best be finding out what what is out there and, and people calling him, right? I mean, that's how that works. I can tell you from his, his side, he best be working just because I'm paying him so much, right? They get a percentage of <laughs> I'm making a couple million bucks. Right? Right. <laughs> I mean, right. so I'm not trying to be sarcastic. So, right. And I think... Any coach, they're aware of what's potentially out there through if, they're, if their agent's doing their job. And, again, I'm not trying to dodge the question or anything, but I'm also trying to be truthful here yeah. of
0: how this thing works. Yeah, how There it is. What, what do you hear, Anna?
1: Um, I hear somebody who's really earnest, you know, who's just calling it like it is. I don't think he's trying to be dodgy. I think he's trying. To, he's appealing to the conventional wisdom in all of us that, yeah, He's in a high-profile position. There are other positions that are open. Does
0: it mean he's leaving?
1: No, I don't know necessarily. That's a
0: leap. That's another leap. That's a
1: leap. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think he's not going to be the kind of coach who's going, hey, I've got a team ranked in the top 16. The whole world knows this team is not going to be part of Power 5 Conference Football next year. Power 5 jobs that are coming open are definitely going to be talking with his agent, Jimmy Sexton, and going, hey, um... What else is out there? Because
1: he would be stupid not to. Like, I, you know, I feel bad saying that. I know there's a lot of Beavers fans that will be disappointed, but anybody knows yeah. that. Anybody can understand that if he's he's in the position that he's in, he almost has to be yeah. having some conversations.
0: Well, there you go. And we'll see if Oregon State and Scott Barnes can do what's necessary to retain him. Civil War football game Friday. Dan Lanning, Oregon coach, will be on tomorrow's show. Lanning handled the questions about his job a little differently earlier in the season saying you know this is my place you know this is where i'm going to be this is you know he just kind of like shut it down i don't think jonathan smith shut it down today on that interview but we'll see i also think he was very honest and you know i respect that as well uh coming up we'll talk about uh civil war digging up yeah digging up a a controversy in the civil war 127th meeting between these two teams taking place on Friday. Again, Dan Landing on tomorrow's show, Oregon coach. Jonathan Smith, you just heard him, we will have both coaches in one place, one-stop shop, so to speak. Not home of the Ducks, not home of the Beavers, just home of the truth, as I say. All right, so coming up, we'll talk about something that needs to be put to rest, or does it? Doesn't. The Civil War rivalry. There's no game scheduled in 2024. No game scheduled in 2025. Is this the final meeting between the Ducks and the Beavers, or will, they, will all those bad feelings be thawed uh, over uh, the weekend? And we'll-
2: We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the
0: Baltimore. Hey, Patriots sorry to interrupt the podcast, but...